0: this show <laughs> what's up my cursor yes we are live today i am so happy look <laughs> ring the alarm let everybody know we live today i want to thank y'all for tuning in i want to um make sure y'all know the follow us you know like follow and share we are on TikTok, facebook and of course we are on um youtube as well uh you can also find us over there on the tick and the talk uh y'all can check us out there as well but i want to shout out you know i i got this all planned and stuff so i'm glad sean is um enjoying herself today she won't be with us today because it is her birthday right (laughs) y'all it is Sean's birthday and we want to give her a big shout out letting her know happy birthday and of course we got the we got the happy birthday song for you today shine too so let's kick it off for you and i hope you enjoying your day all right here we go one two three i wanna say happy birthday to you to you i wanna say happy birthday to you yeah i wanna say
1: happy Back-the-day to make think And make that make think about it. And out and make
0: that Think about it.
1: And out and
0: make that Let's go. Hey, yes happy birthday to shine honey i hope you enjoy your birthday and you know toast it up toast it up toast it up okay toast it up toast it up toast it up yes <clears throat> oh yeah shout out to a big shout out yeah she is in the chat hey you like that birthday song yes boo that birthday song is hot to chat. i was like we gotta do it a big for you girl you know (laughs) we gotta do it a big for shine okay yes well, let's get on into it today. We're gonna make sure that we try to stay within our, our time frame. Uh, and you know, everybody has been talking across uh, talking about this across the Lord, honey. But let me just say, I want to say right here that I told y'all years ago that I knew that this was not going to last. Okay. It was not going to last. I knew it. I knew it. And uh, whatever you want to say about it, I told y'all so. And I will be just looking for people just to be having some things going on with their relationships or marriages and stuff like that. But sometimes when you know, you know, okay. And I knew. So, Apparently it has been announced that, you know, Jeezy filed for divorce from TV host Jenny Ma and you know, they were on it together where well, they were married for about 14 years. And from what I understand, they had been together for a minute, like dating and stuff like that. Don't get me to started on like when they started dating. Cause I don't even know, but I just knew that when he came on the show, <laughs> After that whole situation with her ex-husband, and I'm gonna call it out because ain't nobody else gonna say it, but I'ma say it. You know what I'm saying? The whole situation of why her ex-husband and her separated was because he said she did not want to have kids, right? That she she wasn't she didn't want to have kids, and she she said that too. She didn't want any kids, right. But let me tell y'all something. It was an interesting clip that I came across, and I'm going to pull that up. Hold on. Let me let me find it. Let me find it because you know she said some questionable things, and even Tamar had to check her on some of those things. Okay, and I just I I don't know how you want to put it, what you want to say in regards to all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But it was questionable. But let me just say this: she's always well she said she she always dated black guys prior to but we already knew that she always wanted a black guy and i felt like she always wanted a black guy to have a kid with in the first place i don't think that it had anything to do with you know her husband per se and her just not wanting to have any kids i really feel like that that was all she wanted she wanted to date a black man she wanted to have kids with a black man that's what it was but she has said some crazy stuff back in the day when she was on that talk show the real and i put i got the clip for you honey i got the clip we're gonna check it out because i still say you know it's some questionable things it's questionable but here we go and then she talks about some other stuff that i'm gonna get into once we get this uh on the road as well too because apparently she has a temper, from what she said. But let's check out my um uh, this YouTuber, y'all. I mean, this TikToker who actually had the clip, and I want to show it to y'all. Here we go. Love black guys. Yes.
2: Got I did, I did. But for me, dark meat on the side, white keeps me mean and lean. You know, that's why I, I married white. Man.
0: That's what I like. Well, oh, What do you mean dark I, meat on I am no, I'm not.
2: I'm saying, like, I like. I really do think. Black men are attractive. I do. Like that's my. What do you
1: mean, dark meat on the side? That means, honey.
2: That's...
0: I. You know what that means. Wait, what are you reading it as? I don't know. About what, how did you say it?
2: I'm just saying, like I when like, when I think about men, I like <laughs> dark <laughs> men. I do. you right.
0: like, You like your main man to be white and your your sidekick. Oh, no, no black. no <laughs> no what yeah. 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 no yeah. no Explain
2: what you mean. Okay, ex- what
0: you mean? What I meant is like I used to date black men. Okay, uh, I think they're attractive but what familiar.
1: I decided to stick <laughs> to, she because tried to it all, me the, way, here, with yes. man, Freddie, all the way, shine yeah my man All the way. Are you okay. sure?
0: yes Hey okay. Henry. Okay, okay. okay, girl, I don't believe that. Not one dilly 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 d okay. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. She tried it. I think that it was just apparent for her to choose white because you know maybe she thought she would get farther in the career and stuff with a white guy I'm just I'm just assuming okay I'm not saying that that's really what it was but you know when Jeezy G- 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 showed up on that um talk show honey and she was all googly-eyed and all this that and the third. Now, remind you she is of the culture and what I mean by the culture let me explain she is of the culture in which she um she was in hip hop, like she was a dancer in hip hop. So she knows about hip hop. She's been around black people, you know, that's her thing or whatever, whatever. And I don't care who you like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care who you like, who you love, who you marry, any of that. Go for it. But it just was apparent that she didn't technically want to be with her then white husband. She always wanted a black man to me in my own personal opinion. But that's neither here nor there. Apparently, your boy Jeezy wasn't really in it like he thought he was. And he decided to file for divorce. Now, only after two years of marriage. And of course, I had got um, some information from Chronicle Speaks. You know, I love watching her. If y'all check her out, y'all make sure to look her up on YouTube on the Tick in the Talk. Um, she had the actual court documentation. Uh showing that she was um, you know what he filed for, and he's asking for joint custody, okay, as well. So keep that in mind. He's not out here just trying to file. They had a prenup in order as well, and um, he's asking for joint custody of their daughter. And I don't even know, to be honest with you guys, I feel like this was kind of like. A dun 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 type of thing, and what that means is she had no idea that he was filing for divorce. But according to the word on the curb, a lot of them have been saying that they, uh, were have been separated for a minute. So I don't know who, who you want to believe whether you know, believe that they have been separated and they actually weren't together or anything like that. And then, you know, he just magically appeared with this divorce uh, stuff. But, you know, according to, and I let me go ahead and share this information here from Chronicle Speaks. And again, you guys make sure uh, y'all check her out. What you say, Karen, you said it was offensive all the way around. It really was. It really was, Karen. Like, it was a real to die. But, you know... I don't know I'm not gonna make no excuses for what anybody say you know what I'm saying but I just felt like she she always wanted a black man in the first place but uh according to the documentation from the courts and stuff like that um he wanted to file for joint custody it looks like he is um Actually, petition is now uh, has been a resident of the state for six months. So they've been in um, the state of Georgia for a while. And for what they're saying, he they had a prenup. He's not asking for any kind of spousal support or anything like that. That's not the T. He actually wants uh, the prenup to stay in place, meaning whatever they came into the relationship with, that's what they leaving without. I mean, that's what they what they brought in is what they're leaving without with when they leave. And he's just asking for um, equal custody of his daughter. Now, I don't know about y'all, and we could talk about it. We could talk about it, but I don't know about y'all. But from what I understand. He ain't the, he don't have the best track record when it comes to, um, his women, from what I knew, he was engaged prior to, and he kind of sent his ex-fiance through some hoops and hurdles. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know how this is going to go. I I hope that this kind of like really just breaks down and it just ends up being just a, a wash of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the prenup is in place. We shouldn't have any problem with that. You go your separate way. I'm going mine. And we'll share custody of our daughter and take care of her when when she's within you know within our home so like when she's with Jeannie Ma you take care of her the way she needs to be taken care of and same when she is with Jeezy but you know they were saying like she had just posted like a couple of days ago congratulating him on his book that ended up being a New York Times bestseller and it didn't seem like she like may have known about this whole divorce situation so i don't know but definitely we're gonna keep y'all updated on the whole thing i wish wish them nothing but the best but the only thing that I can tell y'all is I knew that this relationship wasn't the, it wasn't the right fit. I don't even, I don't even know how it came to be. You know, um, they seemed like they were really enjoying each other in the beginning. And I ain't mad at that. Go on, you know, do your thing. But you know, sometimes you could just tell when things is not, uh, when it don't mesh well, I say that everybody ain't for everybody, you know what I'm saying? But anywho, uh, oh, before I do jump into the next topic, they were saying it's a video circulating about Jeannie Ma saying that she had like a real temper and nobody ever checked her on it until actually she got with Jeezy and, you know, she kind of went off on something and then she, you know, didn't like the way that it ended up being or looking on her behalf and she kind of checked herself on it. So a lot of people are speculating that that could have been one of the reasons why she decided to, you know, check herself and get her her anger issues, and that might have been one of the reasons why he was like, "Oh, it's time to go." I don't know. We really don't know what the reason is for the divorce, but I wish them nothing but the best. Let's continue. Okay, now your boy Diddy, Diddy Bob, Diddy Bop D-D-D-D-D-D-Bop was out here. He was getting honored on the VMAs and everything. I don't know if you guys, you know. Did y'all catch it? Did y'all catch the VMAs? How y'all feel about the, um, the actual performance? Let me say this. I think, you know, Diddy did a really good job considering because normally when he goes and he performs, it's just, you know, him and he brings out a lot of the artists and stuff uh, of who he has worked with over the course of his time. And this particular situation, he decided to flip it. Now, we're gonna get into the whole smooze of everything. Okay, let's, 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 let's not, let's not get it twisted because y'all already heard that Diddy ended up releasing everybody's publishings and, you know, he is out here um, you know, giving it back. Because, you know, he just is all in all about the love about Diddy love and, you know, all of this other stuff, you know. And I was just like, I don't feel like that is exactly what the whole thing is. You know, what I'm saying like, I don't believe that it was just out of the kindness of your heart and things have changed now and you in a better place and it's all love like he makes it to be I don't I don't think that that is it what I will say is I think that the performance was good I will say that I really like that he was able to bring have his daughters dancing with him on stage and he brought his son out to do the part for Biggie Smalls you know that was good you know what I'm saying and I and I think that was really good I commend him. on I'm you know, one thing about Diddy is he is an entertainer and I really get that from him. I've always liked to see him dancing and doing his dance and stuff. He puts on a show. Do you not agree? I agree. You watched it, shine. You really enjoyed it. Yes, it was good. And it, and I don't have no quorums about it. I think he did a marvelous job. Okay. Um, But what we need to talk about is him releasing this publishing. Now, y'all know last week, um last week we talked about when what was that dude's name I forgot his name but he was on a song we uh we ain't going nowhere uh we ain't going nowhere yeah we ain't going nowhere yes we can't be stopped because it's bad boy for life so I forgot his name but you know we were talking about how he came out and he was saying the publishing really isn't worth anything at this time. Mark Curry, thank you, Sean. Um, yeah, Mark Curry really wasn't worth well. well, honey. Let me tell you, your girl came across a whole situation, honey. She y'all remember the, the making of the band, okay, and then he came out with day 26 and all of them. Well, y'all know homegirl from one of the groups that he was he had produced and brought out, or whatever she came out actually child I don't even know how to how to get into it but she came out and she was talking about how the publishing isn't anything she basically agreed with what Curry was saying but that they also had to sign like an NDA of them not talking about what what anything about Diddy if you sign for this to get your publishing back, so you can't discuss any Diddy situation, anything about them, da 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 who and all this other stuff. And I was like, What in the hell is going on? For real? You can't even talk about your experience, nothing. Is that what we're doing? Well, basically, that's what it is. And um, let me go ahead and pull that up because she actually reads exactly what the the legal documentation is. And I was just kind of like shocked. Aubrey, that's her name, Aubrey O'Day. I was kind of shocked because if, if you're giving somebody back their publishing, why are you putting stipulations with anything? That doesn't make sense to me. Why are you putting stipulations with any of that? so she came out and she had uh you know she was being interviewed and she basically spilled all the tea in regards to what was going on and what this NDA situation and all that stuff deals with let's take a listen to what Aubrey O'Day stated I
2: just want to throw you the facts okay sure the deal that we were offered and when I say we not every artist got it like day 26 did not get it but um this is what it is. You can have your rights back um, to your music after Puff went under and somebody else bought our catalog. So this is long after we have two double platinum albums, 14, 15 an album from two million albums is what is the math on that? 48 million?
1: Yeah, something like that. I'm a mathematician, but maybe. So,
2: so 48 million dollars somebody made on me. Yeah, I did not make anything when I said I did. Christine Aguilera for free. I didn't do Christine Aguilera for free, but the record label recouped it all. We were in debt at the end of that tour.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy.
2: So, so I worked for free for the first six, seven years of my career, basically, and also MTV was not paying us. And this is another part that I have that I feel some kind of way about because MTV since then in these these recent years has brought back every big cult show, meaning it had millions of followers and it was at least six seasons, right? Making the Band is one of those. They brought back Real World. They brought back Jersey Shore. They brought back Laguna Beach. Making the Band is the only one that they did not bring back. And Making the Band is the only cult MTV show that made that network one of them that they have never played in one rerun, not one rerun. So I'd like to know why and if it has something to do with Diddy, then again, what I'm wondering is when we're not being when the deal is hard has decided to pay us as talent and also as pub as writers, we're credited um in, in with publishing. Um so, basically, we only get the amounts due since Sony bought our catalog. Okay. So, streaming for the past couple years, it's about $800, $900 some in the hundreds, okay? And in order to get that,
0: I have to release... So, that was Aubrey O'Day talking about, you know, she would have to release... Uh Basically, she would have to sign an NDA and talk about all of this other stuff uh by basically keeping Diddy's name and anything regarding him and a couple of other people out her mouth. And, and, and from what it from what it looks like, she never signed it. What do you guys think about that? Do you know, like I say, it's always going to be about business. It's never about friendship when you are in, in the business of, you know the music business it's never about friendship it's always going to be about business and if people are not going to be able to get their money off of you you hear all those millions of dollars that she did not get none of by being in that group with 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 the rest of the members and i don't know if there's a difference between what everybody was getting at that specific time or were they all getting the same type of deal or money or whatever. But I tell you all the time, it's like, you know, you don't make no money off of your first two to three albums. Believe me when I tell you that. You do not make any money unless you go big off of your albums. But when you are technically um, first signing onto a record deal and stuff like that, you have to recoup all the money that they spent promoting you, videos, um, if you're doing promotion type things, even to get your music played on a radio, it's a fee to get mo- It's like money you got to pay to get your music heard on the radio. Like you, everything that you do or anything that they put money behind you to do when you are signed to a record label, they have to recoup their money. So all of those millions of dollars that, that Aubrey O'Day and the group and stuff did, she probably only received a fraction of that after everybody got their cut, which is super sad. And this is what we were talking about before as to as to one of the reasons why TLC had to file bankrupt, why Tony Braxton had to file bankrupt. You know, bankruptcy, because you don't make no money. And you get stuck in these deals And then you are signing a deal Where you are agreeing to Maybe a 10 album deal You know like LL He was able to get his publishing and stuff And he had to do 10 albums With Def Jam It's it's just all about business And you don't get any of that money Until everybody else has been paid back Of what they put behind you And here's the other kicker If you come out and your stuff flops. That's a negative. They can't even recoup money off of you, which is what happened to Mace when he did the Welcome Back um, album. He didn't make the numbers that he did. so basically, Diddy had to take a loss. He was in a negative because he didn't make, what you know, the millions and millions or his album didn't go platinum or whatever the case may be. Like, you don't, you don't recoup that money back. So either, you know, we have to either renegotiate for a new deal to see how we're going to proceed to get you another album to hopefully recoup some of that money back and recoup a new album. Or you can buy yourself out. You owe me this amount of money. So, you know, it's, it's like a two way street. I get both sides of it, but I just think that's real messed up that she made all of those millions of dollars and she won't get nothing. But even with that, Diddy brought himself to the Breakfast Club because you know he's coming out with the Love album and everything is red, right? (laughs) I don't know if y'all seen him. (laughs) If y'all seen him or not, you know, on his Instagram and him sitting on the red couch with the red outfit and the red shoes and the red background, like too much red. Everything is red, red, red. But he came on to the Breakfast Club and they were asked him about giving the publishing back, and when I tell you he gonna talk circles in your ass, y'all be prepared. Be prepared for this because I I had to cut it off midway. I ain't even listened to the whole thing, but I'm gonna let y'all listen to the whole thing because he was blowing smoke up your butt. He didn't really answer the question. Let's take a listen to what Diddy Bob Did, Diddy had to say four minutes, almost four minutes worth of nothing. Here we go.
1: What made you decide to do that, and and what was the artist uh did you speak to every artist when you did it or how did how did that happen? How did that work? Break that down.
3: Yeah, um when I when I had went and called out the Grammys, I I also, you know, had to make sure that, that I had also looked from within. Once you start like asking for change in this world, you you have to look look within and be a part of that change. So this actually was done 2 years ago. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was actually done um 2 years ago and it was it was more of of me just evolving as a business man you know a person that that really wants change in the world you know and in progress most importantly because you can have change but not progress mm-hmm. and um you know um it, it it was the right thing to do yeah mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it was that it was the right thing to do and it's it it was is the the frequency that i'm in and it's, it's the love frequency if it wasn't for like these people that you know have mm-hmm. have help me with all of these records. Everybody, if there's anything, you know what I'm saying, that, like 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 that, that, you know, just just doing the right thing, that's just with, with the frequency that I'm in. And so that was done two years ago. So it's not like two years
4: ago you gave the post, Two year, right? yeah two wow. years ago
3: I had assigned and then the lawyers had to work everything out. Cause it's not a E it's not a it's not an easy thing. And it's 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 um it's called reassigned. It's not, you know, not I didn't give nobody anything. It's just reassigning because of the contract, the contracts and everything is up to par. You don't have to, business is business. You don't have to change the contract. You don't have to make changes in the world, but if you have a chance to do the right thing, why wouldn't you do the right thing? You know what I'm saying? And that's a world that I want to live in. And so, you know what I'm saying? I want to be that change that I I want.
4: What do you say to the people who say, They feel like the publishing has no value now, and you've already made all your money off it. so now you want to give it back because it's not not really worth anything,
3: yeah, I mean that's that's just not the truth. Whatever your value of your publishing is, that's the value of your you know of your publishing. and um it's really not it's really a, about just me evolving and wanting to to do, you know what I'm saying? What I feel is like the right thing that we should all do. We should all look at where we're at in the world today, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. So, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I, I can't go on, like, I'm not doing things for people. I'm doing things that God has in my, that God tells me to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, what somebody's going to say or how somebody's going to take something. Huffer ain't even on that. You know, I'm not for everybody. yeah Jesus wasn't for everybody. Not comparing myself to Jesus, but somebody that I look up to as mm-hmm. far as, 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 as the story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all right you know what i'm saying the giving yeah.
4: back the publishing fix any uh uh damaged relationships that you might have had with um, I,
3: I wasn't there so many misconceptions that people think they know what's going on i never i didn't have no problems with people I, mace, I me, think and, me, me and mace yeah, yeah 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 major with me and mace <laughs> and me and mace we um we 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 brothers and me i got unconditional love for Mace. so me and mace uh, I don't know if me and Mace have stopped arguing now or something like (laughs) that, but I'ma still love Mace. I give him thanks for like really, really helping to really launch my career as an artist and you know was there with me from the beginning and stuff like that. But when you in a when you're like in a group with somebody, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You're tied together for life, you'll have your brotherly ups and downs. But I always love Mace, always give thanks to Mace. And you get to a point in your life, especially me as a successful businessman where you pick purpose over profit. And that's kind of the season that I'm in mm-hmm. to really, really be a part of this radical change. You know what I'm saying? It recently used said-
0: So what y'all think about that? Y'all think that he is changing for the good and, and the change of his heart and the loyalty of you know being a being able to look within and, and 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 pick and choose like like now is the time like this is the time this is this is all about love and revaluation and you know making a change within yourself this is what he's saying he didn't say shit right <laughs> right mama joe said no (laughs) he ain't changed a bit y'all let me just tell y'all something he ain't doing this out of the kindness of his heart he's not what i've been hearing a word on the curb is is that diddy is trying to reconstruct his businesses because he done lost a few deals now and um like like the the liquor deal he had he don't have it anymore or something with the Ciroc or whatever and you know things is changing and shifting for him and so you know he's trying to re-evaluate himself in a different way as a as a a businessman and so in order to do so he's kind of like letting go of some of the past stuff so that he can get to the next phase of his life and the next phase of his business. If that sounds good to y'all, you know, if you understand exactly what I mean in regards to that, a lot of people have to you know, reinvent themselves over the course of time. You've seen it with Jay Z. You've seen it with Diddy. You, you know, you've seen it with um, 50 cent, like music is not where it's at. You're not making money off of music anymore. You're not making money off of music sales either. OK, so, you know, basically, since he don't have a bad boy label and I'm just going to say it, he don't have a bad boy label. He still has the label. But what artists besides his son on there do he have out that's making money? He's not getting anything from the bad boy label. And he hasn't since Notorious died. He hasn't. And then all the rest of the after all of that shooterization and stuff with him and Lo, and then all the situation with Notorious, like the bad boy label kind of went down. He don't have anybody signed to his label at this time. So he he's not he's not making money in from music. So at this point, you need to. That's that was one of the things that propelled him to go into the liquor venue, you know, and do the liquor thing and start venturing off and doing a bunch of different type of projects. Is he still a producer? Yeah, he still produces stuff for other people, but he don't have an artist that's on his label that he is putting out music for. And I don't count his son because I just don't. What 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 song he got out? What 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 music he got out? That's you know that's the hot thing nothing nothing so he didn't really say nothing to me in this whole interview as to what was the reason why he gave his publishing back and um he's not going to tell us you know and he always makes everything sounds like everything is okay and cool and we, but when if you talking to mace it's a whole different type of story i'm just saying you know and if you're talking to other bad boy artists it's a whole different type of story so you know I, I i don't i don't know if whether or not they're they're getting any lucrative money from their publishing and maybe he just ain't getting too much money back and maybe don't know why he won't no bad boy artist type of music no more but let me tell you who he he could always make music off of he would have always been able to make music off of notorious big regardless he could always make music off of that you know what I'm saying. Is it a high count There's a lot of people are asking for the music maybe, you know, putting it into movies and commercials and stuff like that? That I don't know. You know, but that's how you stay lucrative in using the publishing right. You could always lease the music out to other people to be able to use it and be able to bring revenue in. So, I don't know y'all. Good luck with Diddy, you know what I'm saying, and all of the rest of the stuff that's going on with him. I, I really can't tell you, but it's just a whole situation and sign. Uh, Let's get into it. Your girl, uh, and, and I don't know if I even had this. Is this on the list? Because let me just tell y'all now, I'm I'm trying to stick to the list, okay? Uh, but I do want to bring this up. This was not on the list, but I don't know. What is wrong with your girl, T- Tiffany Haddish? She is seen out here in these streets looking real cray-cray. And uh, she was around here following Shakira. Through the thing, screaming her name, being real ghetto, they got pictures of her at the VMA and she's sitting in her seat and she's like bopping her head like girl and and doing all of this in the background while the, the host is reading the prompt to. And introducing the artist, like real crazy stuff. Y'all think that maybe she might be out here on drugs or something. Maybe she got an alcohol problem or something. Like I don't know what's going on with Tiffany Haddish, but I I think it's just some weird stuff that started to pop up, and people is questioning what is up with her. Let's take a look at this whole situation of her chasing Shakira, like through the whole thing. I'm like, what's wrong, girl? It's only 28 seconds. Let's give it to her. Cringing as we speak. Shakira Shakira
1: Shakira Shakira for you. Shakira, Shakira Shakira, you gotta turn around, baby.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. That's just some weirdo type of stuff going on with, um, with her. She don't seem well, y'all that, you know, basically I'm just saying like, you know, the whole ordeal that went down with her, um, and her having to, you know, basically give up a lot of her jobs that she had lined up because of that whole situation with her, Uh, Doing that video and stuff With that little boy back in the day It was an old clip but ever since then She ain't been right Um, And it looks like she's starting to be back out here in these streets to try to do more movies and stuff like that but she coming out real weird and i don't know if y'all even remember but let me say this do y'all remember a time where cat williams was when he um came at that other radio host chick and and you know he kind of was like slamming her she was trying to get you know kind of sarcastic and stuff with him and he had to put the brakes on her (laughs) well i think it was during that time in the interview that he was talking about tiffany haddish and how that she is too much he, it was him and somebody else that was saying, like, you know, if you be around Tiffany Haddish, you better watch out. She kind of a bit too much to handle. So, you know, I don't know what's going on with her, but something ain't right. And I hope I hope it worked out for her. I hope, you know, she started getting her stuff back in order as far as her movie gigs and stuff. It looks like she's trying to get herself back out there in the limelight and stuff. Uh, So I hope everything works with her. She's trying to reinvent herself. Yeah, she needs to because she got a bad rap. So she needs to reinvent herself. But the way that she's reinventing herself is just like, I mean, she always had that ghetto fabulous type of mindset. Remember the chicken in the purse and stuff at the at the award shows and stuff like that. She always was a bit over the top in the ghetto in this area however this one seems strange this this seems like some kind of mental situation like it ain't all there I didn't even save the um actual video for you guys to see how she was sitting in the background just popping and doing all this and trying to read the prompt to with the girl and stuff like that just really weird Sean said, I think Common said She was too much Yeah, yeah, somebody else Whether it was Common or somebody else said She was a bit too much She was team too much But, you know, I wish her the best too, girl Somebody close to her need to go and uh, You know, check up on her You know, ring the alarm or something Because something ain't right." Here. Okay Let's get into it, honey. Um, y'all know we talked about it last week that Kiki Wyatt's world is coming out with a new reality show, honey. Well, I don't think we had the trailer for it, but I got the trailer for you this time because they released it finally. And, honey, I want y'all to know this is about to be crazy. It's H E double hockey sticks. Okay, here, let's check a look. I've done an album in six years. <laughs> It's pissing me off. That's my mom. She will tell you the truth whether you like it or not. Shut the hell up! <laughs> this is my business! Until a bit. I don't care. Welcome to Kiki Wyatt's world.
1: Wyatt party in my face for
0: no reason. Well, that's what brothers do. We are sweet people, but we are weird people.
1: It couldn't just be a hug. It had to be some fat grabbing.
0: My
5: mother is very dramatic.
0: Can y'all go away? The little boy better not be touching on your booty. Oh, Lord. <laughs> me? you do not just playing. No. Do you want to wake up in the morning? Andre Crenshaw is my manager. God is doing some amazing things for your career. Hey, yeah, but I'm stuck in my personal life. That's what we got to fix. You're definitely going through postpartum. The baby had a really bad seizure, he died in my arms. We're not going to do this on national TV because we already look dysfunctional enough.
1: You can't close yourself off by being angry. I'm sorry.
0: I'm so sorry. You know, Andre, I love you. you tonight. Oh, really?
1: Bitch. This is a lie. Kiki Wyatt's World, the all-new series.
0: Girl, it is a lot. Y'all better check it out Thursday, October the 12th, honey. Oh my god, this is it's teen too much. Who what Thursday, is this on?
6: October 12th on we on
0: TV. Y'all better get into it. What y'all think of this whole situation? Y'all think it's something good to catch? I'm gonna be watching it because you know when she was on the divas uh reality show, it was all types of cuckoo crazy on that show. <laughs> girl let me tell y'all I'm trying to tell y'all it was all types of cuckoo crazy on here so you know I'm gonna be tuning in uh y'all get y'all stuff together and it's going to be a whole, right, shine. it's going to be a whole lot of drama. You watching? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to be there too, girl. I'm going to be there. Of course, you know, we're going to have Sean, when she come back from party and stuff for her birthday, she's going to have to start doing her reality stuff because it's, it's starting to be, everybody is getting the reality shows coming back out, you know, before this whole strikerization with the um movies and stuff started coming out. So I'm going to be tuning in. She got to give us the tea on these reality shows, okay? All right, y'all. Let's get into it. Let me tell y'all something. Um, y'all boy, <laughs> uh, y'all boy Cedric the Entertainer is coming out with a book. Shout out to Joy for um giving me the tea about that when uh, we was talking about it behind the scenes, and um he ended up uh coming on the Breakfast Club and I caught it, and of course um he's talking about the whole you know book and stuff like that uh, that he is going to be releasing. Now, let me just tell y'all, I'm not going to show the whole thing. Uh, I'm probably not going to even really show any of it, but the, the thing that, um, Cedric, the entertainer, they're doing anything, uh, a whole situation. So it's like 30 minutes of conversation with him about his fictional novel, his family history, and all this about the writer strikes and stuff like that. But he is bringing out a, a, a new fiction novel and it does have some relatable uh stories in regards to his i think it was his uncle um and how this whole thing came to be and and it takes him to talk about some of this stuff let's see if i can find it birthday
1: party last so. yeah how many outfits you bring
4: with you said cuz you stay yeah. clean
5: I, 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 this was i had to be very specific on this but i got i think i brought about six outfits and uh you know Rip is, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: They see you all the time.
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
4: but you got the flipping box cars book out, man. And yeah, I love man. that you flexing different creative muscles, writing fiction novels. Yeah, Talk man. to us about flipping box cars. What made you want to write a fiction novel?
5: You know, you know, I was, you know, really hearing stories about my grandfather, but you know, he had passed before I was even born. Mm-hmm. So you know, like we'll hear things about our relatives, and then you start to get the lore of uh, the family story, and that's what I did. Like I started to like really. Fan- you know, fictionalize what his life was like. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he was uh these were real things, you know, mm-hmm. that I heard from my mother and my uncles that, you know, he was a businessman, uh, you know, he was like a, you know, the the de facto mayor of the black side of town, this little small town. And then, you know, but at night he was a bootlegger and a gambler and a hustler, and he be always being creative. And so I just kind of put those two worlds together to show them being like this loving grand, this loving father and husband. And then he had to go and do what he had to do to make you know make his dreams come true. So he gets caught up in a caper, it's like a crime caper where he's got to make, like take this uh, this bootleg liquor from a train. So that's the boxcar trains, and then he does the dice with the the two sixes as a boxcars too. So that's why he's flipping boxcars. But that's, that's,
4: well, that's the most important thing about the book, right? The dynamic because that is the black struggle in a lot of ways. The fact that you know. Yeah, I'm a family man and yeah. I'm trying to do all of this for my family, but I got to go out there and get it by any means necessary sometimes. Don't make me a bad person. That's, That's right. I, I mean,
5: we all, you know, as, especially black men, we kind of always relegated to that. I mean, even when we think about the people like make it in the music business or whatever, most of them have that other past where they yeah. was like street dudes, but we never saw them as that way. Like yeah. we just appreciate that they great artists and, and they did what they got to do. And so you think about post-World War II, pre-civil rights, you know, black man, that's what I, I I love the story, is that he had traveled, he'd been in the world, and then you come back to a pre-civil rights America, you just can't be put back in the same box. You know, once you left, you can't tell me I can't come through the front door, bro. I've been living in France for six months, you know. I've been
0: shout out to Cedric for doing his thing. Y'all, y'all gotta catch it on um the breakfast club his whole interview and stuff like that but the book sounds really good and it is on audibles and you can pre-order it for when it comes out okay y'all stay up on Cedric you know for a minute I thought Cedric was gone like I didn't think he was really doing anything anymore is that just me or did y'all I mean did y'all feel that way too because it's been a minute since I seen him out and about but he is apparently still out here doing the dog on thing. so shout out to cedric the entertainer on that y'all yeah cheering i'm good for him and remember this will be his first book so uh you know i don't know if you want to say give him a little grace it's the first book i don't know how it's going to sound or anything like that but if you do do the audio, because i was like if he does, you know, do the audibles, I hope that he's reading it because I like his voice. I like Cedric's voice and stuff. And he is. So I'm going to check it out and see if that's going to be a good book. I think Joy already pre-ordered it. I haven't pre-ordered it that yet. Oh, Mama Joe said he has a sitcom on Monday nights. Okay, okay, yeah. And Sean said, yeah, he has a TV show called The Neighborhood with Tashina Arnold. That's right. Okay, I didn't think it was still in motion. I thought it came and it went. Okay, my bad. I don't tune into it, which is sad. Why don't I tune in? Oh, because it wasn't funny to me. (laughs) I'm sorry. I had to put some shots on that. It wasn't funny to me. I remember taking a look at an episode and I had to check out, but that's just my own preference. You know, it might be it might be funny to y'all, okay. Don't don't if it's still on somebody watching it, somebody like it, okay? It just ain't for me. I'm sorry, (laughs) mama. Mama just say you (laughs) still. I'm just keeping it real. I did test it, you know, because I be wanting to support, but um, I'm sorry if it ain't funny, it don't work for me, anywho. So shout out to Cedric the Entertainer Y'all look for his book that's supposed to be coming out Y'all get with it and, and get to purchasing You know what I'm saying Um, While we sitting up here talking about You know stuff with the breakfast club And child let me see if I can even find it. While I'm looking for this, we're going to talk about this whole situation with your boy. What is going on uh, with with uh, Nessa Girl, honey? He didn't came for Kelly Price again. Now, y'all remember, let me set the scene back in the day. Kelly Price had. They said Kelly Price had went missing. Nobody could find her or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, "Well, where Kelly been?" And they was looking for her, and everybody was posting stuff and trying to find her. And she had got married to a new guy, and we didn't know nothing about it. And it was just a whole bunch of stuff going on, and Kelly was missing. Well, Kelly came out and finally presented herself, and she had had COVID. She was hospitalized. She was on her last breath, and da 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 da. Well, honey, I guess Kelly Prieston came out and said something, honey. And then Nessa girl had to go in and let have Miss Funky Dineva, y'all. If y'all don't know who I'm talking about, honey, he 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 came out and trashed her. But let's take a look and listen. I'm I'm just
1: Hey, but the first thing I need to say, Kelly, is that you need to find a chair big enough, wide enough, and oddly shaped enough to sit your big ass in, okay? Listen, the dispute was never about whether you had COVID or uh, had you almost died. The dispute was where you had win okay? You had people all down to the CNN, baby, all down to the missing people registry. We was looking for you, Kelly, okay? And wherever the hell you was, two things is for sure. It had internet and it had food because when you came back, you had lost no weight, which means your ass was alive and able enough to see what all the hell was going on. We was looking for you. All right, Carly Russell, we was looking for you. And you still got up and you talking about all the wrong things. We know you had, COVID. we want to know where you had, when at. Yeah. Where you had, when at. That's all we want to know, Kelly Price. Where you had, when at. In a simple, I took a break. I was, I, you could be like Ralph Pittman from the Red Housewives of Atlanta. I took a sabbatical yeah. in Tampa. That was shut it down. I was at the Ritz Carlton in North Carolina. Y'all, I was in a hotel room with my husband recovering. I'm sorry. That's what we're looking for. We're not negating the fact that you almost died of COVID. Hell, I had it five times. I almost died of COVID too.
0: Child... What... What is wrong with Nessa girl? (laughs) (laughs) We was genuinely concerned. white child like... (laughs) (laughs) we was genuinely concerned about where kelly price was like nobody knew where she was and everybody was looking for her we just knew like she was one of those avid posters on instagram and after that whole enterprise car situation and you know what i'm saying they was trying to charge her for a full car talk about they never received the car it was like she just moose went missing like cali girl where you at she was going on instagram all the time posting and talking and everything girl. Then all of a sudden it just all stopped and everybody was just noticing that they hadn't seen her and she was canceling shows so it was something that was going on and we couldn't figure out what was going on so I you know what I, 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 <laughs> I'm gonna ride I'm gonna ride with this whole situation with Nessa girl I'm with him on that We knew you were sick. We not saying you weren't sick. We was looking for you. We thought something had happened to you. That was the whole thing, girl. But why he have to say she needed to find her a seat big enough to sit? (laughs) He is cold-blooded. Just cold-blooded. Nessa, girl, you did not have to come at her like that. You did not have to come at her like that. But anyway, um let's let's just talk a a little bit about this whole situation with Tyrese and DJ Envy. Now, if y'all remember when we went live last week on Saturday, we played the little clip and stuff about, you know, um Tyrese went on the breakfast club and he wanted to know why, you know, DJ Envy ain't reach out to him when he was going through this whole situation with his wife and da, 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 da. And so, you know, DJ Envy ends up telling him, you know, since you keep asking about it, you want to talk about it. We had a conversation, you know, and basically what he said, you know, he, he gives. Props to Tyrese for saving his marriage because he reached out to him during a time in his life where his marriage was falling apart because he had cheated on his wife and it had made a big, you know, split between the two. And I guess Tyrese reached out to him and offered help and, you know, did whatever he did as a friend. Got to remember this. They were friends behind the scenes and not just, you know, industry friends. They were actual friends. And then, you know, all of a sudden things started changing the Dynamics. he was talking to dj envy's wife and reaching out to her and from what dj envy's wife stated was that he started to say things or request things that was not appropriate for a wife for some a, a person who was married you know and so they ended up and whatever he said, because DJ Envy and the wife never said exactly what Tyrese said, but they that's what caused him to block Tyrese and step away from Tyrese. Well, after the whole thing with the Breakfast Club, Tyrese, you know, they dapped it up and DJ Envy thought everything was good, but Tyrese goes home, honey. I guess he ain't had time to think about this whole situation. And then he turns around and ends up basically going on live and saying some things and kind of like telling saying that he don't believe it you know he's he 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 really don't believe that he said anything that foul he's calling dj envy Embi- and his wife a liar well, honey, let's take a look at this whole scenario because I guess it must have started with the whole uh, post that he did on Instagram. So Tyree said, okay, since we out here trying to go viral, threatening live on the air, let's unpack all of this because I guess he felt some type of way when Tyree said that he wanted to box his mouth, you know what I'm saying? But he wasn't saying that he want, He want, He was gonna do it, but he was just at, uh, that upset of what he said to his wife, which we don't know. He said, however way you, y'all respond, I'm done, done, have fun, milk it into ratings and more blogs. What I'm never going to do until I take my last breath is let anyone question my integrity and attack my character and be out here reckless on some random fuck shit. I would strongly suggest you tread lightly. I don't do cease and desist letters. I don't deal with lawyers. I don't snitch. I don't gaslight. I wanna uh fuck up and I'll make a mistake. I, you know, I can tell my own self under the bus. You decide on your own what level we're gonna take it from from here. I want all the smoke, beige. <laughs> he called him a beige nigga. <laughs> I'm so dumb <laughs> I'm like so dumb. he called him a bad. <laughs> after all of that, he did eventually. Uh, go live. He said I wasn't gonna do this. I wrestle. It's gloves off at DJ Envy. You wanted to go viral. Enjoy. So it was a whole back and forth between the two, y'all. And then uh, what what really just got me was that I thought that he was going to. Uh, basically release the information. Maybe he says, Envy, you cheated 10 times. Tyrese explodes on DVD. Envy. So this is some of the stuff and I'm not going to play all of it because it's like 15 minutes of it, y'all. But let's just take a listen to what this uh, blogger ended up saying about this whole thing.
1: If he just doesn't care, Tyrese also reveals that Envy does not have a prenup. Here's a video. Tyrese is out of control and he's wilding right now. Put your comments below. Subscribe to my channel. Like this video. I'll see you guys later.
6: I'm going to let a lot of people down from the choice that I'm about to make. I've been asked to leave it alone. It's been said that people got a short attention span. They're not going to be thinking about this in the next three hours, three days. Move on. Let it go. Take the high road. You're a star. The stage is big. Envy. You know how you said, I don't give a f about nothing. If anybody disrespect my wife, and then you ran down all your kids' names, you say I don't give a f- who you are, what it is. When it comes to my wife and my family, I don't play no games you goofy. No one has disrespected your wife and your family more than you. You know, the most dangerous thing about me is I know what I know about the level you
0: took it to now let me just pause this right here y'all I'm gonna break down what he's saying because you know Tyrese is long-winded we don't have that time okay and Sean said that's wrong because if Envy said something about his color it would be a problem you absolutely right but you know um Tyrese is saying that he ain't got no nothing on him saying nothing disrespectful to his wife and he got all the receipts and he basically was saying that you're the one who has disrespected your wife the most out here in these streets, not me, by you cheating and doing all of this other stuff. But I digress. We're going to listen to a little bit more, and then we is moving on, honey, because we got to talk about two other things, and i want to get that in. So here we go. We're going to run a little bit past 9 o'clock, but we're going to be on time.
6: I'll leave it at that. So all of a sudden, when it comes to your wife and your family, that's off limits. I don't play no games. I'll fucking be ready to shoot, stab, and kill when it comes to my wife and my family. But nigga, no one has violated and disrespected the shit out of your first lady and your family more than you. Put a pin in that. I'm not on the air, am I? Yes, you're on the air. When you called, she answered. Cause you called her from the hotline number at the radio station. That's how it works. Everybody can see through the let me explain something to you, sir. Any real man who's ever been married? got a fiance, a girl, a baby mama, most real men, most don't play no games when it comes to their girl or their wife ever being disrespected or violated by another man.
0: Well, y'all, if y'all got the time to listen to the whole 15 minutes worth, honey, y'all check it out. But I just don't have the time. Tyrese talking too slow for me. Get it out. Say what you're going to say. But in a nutshell, he basically told DJ Envy, we can't be friends. The gloves is off. It's on. So I don't know because I know that DJ Envy said that, you know, if Tyrese keep popping his mouth, he's going to release what he said. So we haven't heard anything as of yet, but I'm waiting on it because Tyrese ain't going to stop. Y'all know how he is. He high-headed. He's not going to stop. So I definitely want to see what uh dj envy and i hate to sound like that what dj envy is going to release to to show uh, what he said that was so disrespectful to his wife and uh if tyrese want to release the the proof that he got too, i'm all for it i'm here for these text messages and i hate to be you know going down this little petty lane but honey if they're gonna release it i want to know about it i want to see it i want to hear i want i want to know okay so i hope they get that stuff together uh, uh it's sad that they gotta lose their friendship over this whole ordeal but this is just team too much i can't believe it uh let's move on you guys now i don't know if y'all heard about this but this was just hilarious to me and let's get into it because y'all know CC out here she pregnant with baby number four with her husband russell russell wilson i was about to call him russell simmons shut your mouth um but she out here and oh yeah shine that's wrong because if yeah okay i said that okay i thought it was a new one but anywho but you know cc was out here doing the interview she out here pregnant looking all voluptuous and cute and she was being interviewed by the shade room so this is a clip from the shade room y'all know the shade room started doing interviews now child is expanding but anyway the question was How is co-parenting going? Okay. And girl, Cece cracked me up. This is what Cece said. Here we go. <laughs> and then my, my last question on this, like what is uh, co-parenting like for you guys?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <I'm done. laughs> Timmy, awesome. <laughs>
2: Entrepreneur, music mogul, mother, and wife are just a few of the terms one could use to describe the
0: all-around talent that is Sierra. Girl. <laughs> Sierra ain't had no words for that. Mama, why is you saying poor future? <laughs> I cannot with mama joke. Get mama job, mama. <laughs> We not doing that that's right future is a dead be dead mama how can you say poor future oh because he ain't shit. <laughs> okay that i was going to say who said you oh let me tell y'all something when he when future and sierra broke off broke it off they was engaged and they broke off the engagement he was up here introducing him to, her to all the baby mamas and she was trying to be that one, you know, she was trying to be that one, you know, trying to blend, blend the families together and interact and stuff like that because they had all, you know, the kids and they all siblings and da-da-da-da-da, but that man is trifling. With a capital T, ain't no other way to explain future. Okay. And I it is no co-parenting. That man don't see his kid. And and I ain't gonna say he don't never see his kid, but he don't get his kid on a regular basis. It's not like nothing just worked out like hey, you can come get future on the weekend. Da-da-da-da. Every now and again, you'll see future post something like he didn't give to him a big cluster watch or something like that and he didn't have him for the weekend or whatever the case might be but he is an absentee type of father he is not there as often as he is and it ain't no co-parenting wilson wilson is the dad wilson is the dad you don't want to hear it wilson is the dad he is the one that is taking care of future son You know what I'm saying? Taking them to football games and tossing the ball with him and doing all of that stuff. That's what he is. Yeah, he see his kid on IG, exactly. That's how he see his kid. That's how he interact with his kid. He probably be texting him and stuff. (laughs) They probably brought him a phone just so that he don't have to call nobody else in the household. Talk directly to your son when you want to. But he is an absentee dad, okay? Ain't no relationship. And there is no co-parenting. That's why she laughed. She didn't even say nothing after that. It ain't nothing to be said. It ain't nothing to be said. But anywho, if y'all want to check out the full interview, y'all go right ahead. It's about 50 minutes worth on The Shade Room. Y'all can check it out. Paul Miss Sierra. But you know what I'm saying? Like, literally, I will give her kudos for basically uh, meeting a guy, even though she had already had a son with Future. Who was willing to take on the responsibility to raise that child like it was his own? in addition to her and him getting married and them uh, uh, adding you know uh, you know more kids to the family and stuff like that, he treats future like that's his son. So kudos to him, okay I I, I, I just don't understand why people be so infatuated with future. What, what is the big hype? Why y'all so in love with Future? Can somebody explain that to me? Yeah. I, I don't get it. What you sad. Come on, Let's get into the last who-hi, you guys, because um, Jonathan Majors is out here saving a whole situation, and then we about to pack it up, okay? And that was so weird. Like he was just at the right place at the right time. Is that what it was? Hold on, let me let me see. I might didn't even show it. Let me just pull it back up again. Uh, because I thought I had the screen share, but hey, I probably didn't. Let's watch it again. It's Okay. So he's breaking up this fight. I don't really know what it's all about. Or maybe he was listening to the right did thing. Did the right time. But a lot of people are saying this is another PR stunt. Oh well, clearly. That's the- and that's all it is, him breaking up two kids that was fighting at a school y'all know what i hate to see it i just feel like this is so bad i really like jonathan majors and his acting and stuff like that but i ever since this whole situation with his ex-girlfriend and all this stuff it just seemed like he's doing more publicity stunts and pr you know corrections and all of this other stuff compared to exactly what you know just just disappear for a little bit which is what tiffany had his deal when she started doing cuckoo crazy stuff and getting in trouble and stuff she disappeared and then came back at a later time like but they keep showing him in the weirdest situations and the oddest places and now he dating what's her name and and they over there eating dinner and stuff with the with the family and it just seems a little weird i don't know what's going on but I show I show will love the day when maybe some of this a pass and he can get back to his life because this really has damaged his, his whole situation with being a movie, you know, star and stuff like that. He's just not, it's just not popping. And I don't think, has anybody seen anything? Like maybe he's getting another gig or something like that. I haven't seen anything about that, but I was just asking, maybe he out here you know, trying to get his stuff together and working on his business situation behind the scenes. But, you know, if that's the case, I hope everything works out for him. But it is just, just, it looks desperate. It's just tired. Just, just, just a whole mess. I don't know, y'all. Big ups to him. At least he's, um, you know, he out here saving kids from fighting. I (laughs) I don't know i don't know anything about that but shout out to jonathan majors honey we be seeing him in some of the weirdest places but anyway you guys that's the show for today i want to thank y'all for joining in don't forget y'all can always tune in to us every saturday around eight o'clock p.m eastern standard time you can catch us on uh tiktok under 6406 you can catch us on Twitch under six fall. You can catch us under uh, sixes word on the curb on YouTube. You can get all of that document on sixes word on the curb. Uh, and you know we are we are on Facebook as well. Sixes word on the curb. I want to thank everybody for tuning in and shout out to Shine Girl. It's your birthday. Continue to enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we will see you all next week. Peace.